was flying, now I'm falling short again. I've been dodging all my friends, tell me what this is. Peace and valleys. I've been crying, I've been heavy on myself. I took my pride on off the shelf. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. Russell Flexbrook, a.k.a. Schema A. Smith, a.k.a. The One True King of the South, a.k.a. I'm back in my bag, no Birkin intended. Um, And to my left, yes, we are in studio this time <laughs> around. We are not recording on the hotline because me, because God is good and he is in the blessing business. On my left is my wonderful and gracious co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your favorite little shit talker, Miss Allie Nicole, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass, a.k.a. Wavered Ruffin, a.k.a. I can hear the streets calling. AKA I'm I, back. I thought we I thought we had a discussion that we weren't going to answer the streets call for a while. Can I finish? No. <laughs> Go ahead. AKA Mixy Luther King. You're welcome for that one. Thank you. AKA that little baby who's never left the bullshit alone. You and the bullshit are probably the most committed relationship you've had in a while. You know what? Like, you know what? If I'm 29. About 10 years strong. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you and the fuckery. Um, Mind you, I got married at some point in that time. That don't matter. So, I really don't know. Also, y'all, I am hoarse because it's October in Ohio. So, keep the jokes to a minimum, okay? Listen, we all we all got our recent COVID test, like, in the past 24 hours. Well, we I are, had to. I yeah. started a new job, but we'll yeah, get there. Like, so, we, with my see. job, like, I take my physical tomorrow, but, mm-hmm. like, I had to get COVID tested through the door just because of what I'm doing now. So, yeah. So, yeah, so we, we, all, we all are negative. <laughs> and also, I bartend. So, like, yes, I, I'm getting COVID tested regularly because I have to be around you nasty niggas. And we'll get there, too. We'll get there. But first, we we're being rude. Rude as fuck. We're rude as hell, and because like we, we have got company, we got a whole, we got company, we got a whole guest. Um, we want to introduce our guest, the esteemed. Oh my god, the esteemed Lauren Elise. How you doing? Hey, I'm well. How are y'all? I got nicknames. That's you, lit. Yeah, listen, listen. <laughs> you you don't know say you come in. You come in here with us, man. You gotta have some nicknames. <laughs> gotta have some aliases because you know. Yeah, you gotta hit us with your be, AKAs. Be, you got them on deck. Listen, because if you get jammed up. <laughs> Don't mention our names, baby. Hey, you're right. You know what? Let me hit it. Y'all, what's up? This is Lauren Elise, a.k.a. Nina Mosley. Yes! <laughs> a.k.a. Miss Don't Text Back. Damn. <laughs> Say that, please. Damn. Say that, please. Just mad I'm right. A.k.a. Forever Shooting My Shot, Never Missing. Never. Mm. A.k.a. Catch Me Outside If You Tripping. Woo! Period. She talking spicy. A.k.a. Tea and bourbon in my cup. I'm going to roll it up. Mm. Okay. I uh, love it. All right. <laughs> okay, so wait, can I get into my bag real quick? Because yeah, like, bag. all right, let me go take the glasses off. Girl, if you start crying, I, I promise God. Calvin I wasn't gonna cry. <laughs> I promise God. I'm just gonna be crying on the I promised him I wasn't gonna cry. Um, I'm gonna look down because like because oh, like I'm trying, y'all. Um, I have been such a fan of yours. Like 2016 oh. loud afternoon fan. Like a fan. And you make music for women who have to remember that they are divine beings mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. who are having human experiences. 
Like you're you make music for women that makes me feel that way. Like mm. I'm divine first and then I'm just walking through these life with the experiences and you put it in such a way that just you feel it. And if y'all have never seen this woman perform live, you're missing out. You're missing out. And because it's not even like the energy, just us in this room is the same. And I've seen you in person. I, I've seen you live a couple of times. My favorite performance, honestly, was when you opened for Lucky Day for all of us who got to actually go. Um. <laughs> wow. I was over here minding my business and I get I get shots. You ain't know you was going to catch a stray? But no, like, you ain't know. I thought we were past. <laughs> Never. We're never okay. too good. I'm never too good. That was All a right. good show, man. But like, it was an amazing <laughs> show. And like, you were in your bag. You looked incredibly beautiful. And the crazy thing, okay, so my favorite Lauren and Lisa moment, I get to fangirl and I never get to do I this. I can't wait to hear this. So I'm going to take my time, right? Is when we actually finally got to meet face to face, right? Mind you, I didn't, I didn't think you knew who I was. Like, I would just, you were talking to another good friend of ours. Shout out to Sydney. And I was just like, oh my gosh, she's right here, y'all. I'm going to talk to her. Like, I'm a teenage boy holding my boner. Like, I'm going to just, I said, I'm going to just talk to her. Like, I'm going to just go talk to her. Mind you, like, it's nothing but respect, right? So I'm like, I'm just standing there. And I said, I'm going to just hug Signe and then, like, segue to introduce myself. Got a whole plan together. Right, it, in it, my head. Like It, I, it, was, the most, it my, was the most adorable I shit because I'm sitting there just looking at her like, girl, you think it's hard. Like, you I'm just like, hard, okay, girl. so I'm like, all right. So I'm like, I'm a segue, right? And so Sydney, before I could, like, interrupt Sydney, you stopped her and was just like, I have to greet this woman. And like the tears. I had the biggest lump in my throat because I'm like, uh, it's not every day that you get to meet your idols. Oh and like God. they are exactly who you think they I'm are. So like I, you are truly an idol of mine. I am super proud of you. I've watched you grow. I've watched you like the baby. Like I just, I've seen you become like this artist. And the beautiful thing is that you're amazing right now, but we are really just getting started. Like we're really just tapping in. And it's just like, you're coming into it and it feels so organic and so natural. And I'm done talking because mm -hmm. I could go on. But like, I'm just, I just wanted to know, like you to know on wax in front of everybody. I am such a fucking fan. Thank you so much. I, I'm speechless. I, I receive, I feel that in my Heart chakra is like, like <laughs> it is throbbing right now. I receive that. I, I truly do. And just know I love you right back. Sis. Thank you. Like, I was Dead like, ass. oh my God, she knows who I am. Dead ass, yo, with my New York lingo. Dead ass, Dead yo. ass, B. I love you back, B. You, you just came back, huh? You just <laughs> I did just come back. <laughs> Listen, I, I hate to kind of interrupt this this girl love fest, right? Because it's beautiful. It's actually beautiful. I'm mm -hmm. just like, you know, as a man, sometimes you got to learn to shut the fuck up. Um, Finally. Man. Shit. Man. Wisdom. Bro, it man. took you getting here for him to get that. Bam, Bro, we gotta have, would you like a see <laughs> anyways before i was rudely interrupted <laughs> um again all wax you are you are you, you are amazing obviously and i but also we've known each other for a minute and like we've been trying to get this set up yep. <laughs> for a minute like and it you know it's funny that we finally get this interview like in the middle of a pandemic it's crazy but, you know, sometimes your timing and guys' timing aren't on the same way. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just want to... I, I That's wanna... how I know God is a woman. That bitch is petty. <laughs> God has time today. She be up there like... Bro, she be like, mm. hmm. And what's crazy is here's, here's how I know God is a woman, right? It's because, like... Like, women will... We are stubborn beings, like, by nature. Like, I'm stubborn as hell. Like, I'm stubborn. And I will, but when, like, when I truly, truly have made my mind up about something, I am very stuck on it. Mm. And I know God is a woman because she will make you learn that lesson until you yeah. get it. Yeah. 
And men men are lazy. Men are inherently lazy as hell. I, Y'all don't go do that. I didn't I did not come here today <laughs> to be treated in such a manner. I'm weak. <laughs> on your own podcast. On my own platform. I'll just say that, you know, the divine feminine is very real. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, I ain't trying to come down your throat or any man's throat, but I am going to say that feminine energy is inherently divine in my in my opinion. But this you know, is a man bashing account. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got time. Listen, I'm going to say something real petty, but I'm going to hold it because this is not the time or the energy needed. What's up? Listen, (laughs) never mind. If men didn't exist, I'm convinced we would evolve to reproduce ourselves. That's just, that's who we are. That's that's what, that's women are designed that way. And I think. I'm trying to find out. Y'all got confused along the line, you know, patriarchy kind of shifted things and really. I love what you know, my favorite us. thing. I enjoy when men complain about patriarchy. Like that's I, oh yeah, such a turn on. It's such a, it's such a turn on. Like be educated, King. Come on. No, it's not even that. When they're complaining about like patriarchal standards, that mm. if they just wouldn't do it, they wouldn't have don't those participate. Problems. <laughs> just don't participate in it. You wouldn't have those problems. And also, this is why no sexuality is not a choice. Because why do I still like y'all? Like I still want. I still like. Like I'm still mm. attra- sexually attracted to men. They are. That is stupid. They are. <laughs> Like oh, it's so dumb. Good. I'm good. <laughs> it's such a it's it's so it's honestly the plight of my life. It's my hell. It's all, all love. All, it's healing. You know, listen, once we heal. All because you know. of a goddamn snapback koofy. Um Please, Calvin. Um, <laughs> Calvin. I said Calvin. Please. Y'all are funny. Um, I, 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 that left out. I tried to help. You know how you try to hold it in. You know what I'm saying? Like the hoodie Kermit came out because I was like, all right. Oh, okay. the hoodie. But hoodie Kermit, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like you got your got your angels and got your devil, and your devil's like, come I'm on, bro, just say it. Bro. I wasn't like, even gonna tap on it. I Listen, he, you we ain't got to. I just I just had to let that out because I just don't because it, yeah, it was just it just it was weighing it was energy that was weighing on me. Is it bad that like we're supposed to be having a closure conversation? Fuck no, fuck closure. The like fuck? we're supposed like I just, no 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 because I was gonna save this conversation. I was gonna talk to you about it off wax anyway, but I figured I saved the conversation for for you for our guests. Because I love to get into your input. But, like, I still have things at my house that are actually very, like, precious. Not trying to put that man's business out. But, like. He has has valuables over there. He has valuables over there. And so, but, of course, because of, like, um, the amount of time we spent together and all this good stuff, like, I'm still finding little things around my house. Now, mind you, I've already put, like, a couple bags and stuff together and dropped that off, like, already. And so I'm thinking I got to the last of it, but I've started doing laundry and like deep cleaning my house mm. and I'm finding little stuff that I'm like, I wouldn't feel right just throwing this away. So hear me out. How about we pack up his shit very neatly, nicely. You know what I'm saying? You might even want to put a bow on it if you're feeling a little spicy. <laughs> Set up a time that that man's shit will be ready and available for pickup. <laughs> you got to treat it like an Amazon locker. You come in, you pick up your shit, and you go. Because, listen, as someone who 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 believed in the closure scam once upon a time. Not going to lie. The closure scam is my favorite because I also got a wax today. So that lets you know what type of time I'm You feel on. me? I'm like, you just you just going over there to talk, but how come you just got oh, done shaving? Okay. Like, like you just going over to talk, but you you put on her favorite cologne? All right, bro. Like, like let's, let, we're adults here. We're adults. Let's, okay, so I'm going to be real with y'all. I just want to hit it again and not let it go. 
but can, a, but but can, can. we can you, can. you? I, this one I can this one I can girl listen this one I can sometimes you play stupid games you win stupid prizes and I hope you're not playing a stupid game I'm about because, to have my clown face on listen because here's the thing all wax I'll beat that nigga up on everything I love <laughs> on everything I love so I need somebody you somebody needs to play that Rico that Rico will, nasty video of her that. talking about I'm going back to him with my stupid face on I will beat that nigga up <laughs> so I need you to do everything in your power to not give me more motivation to beat that nigga's ass. I know this week has been because okay, I'm looking for a new therapist. Damn. I had to fire my mm. yeah, I had to fire my therapist. It, there were some things that happened, and I was just like, sis, mm. why didn't you catch this? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I pay you to catch this. I pay you to mm. catch this, and it was only after having a conversation with one of my really good homegirls, and it's just like, bro, that clicked. And because she said it, and she was right, and I hate when this particular friend is right. We all hate when those particular friends are right because they always remind us that they're right. They're right. Mm -hmm. Because she said it, I really couldn't let it go. So in my last session with her, I talked to her about it, and I was just like, you know, I it, it kind of hindered my ability to trust you as a medical professional. Mm. Mine. So not that she's not great at her job. She absolutely is. But your girl's on a hunt for a new therapist. Mm. I, there's some people I know that I, I can I can you know we can see if it in your see, net, in networks why, and likewise. All of, you know what Thank I'm saying? you. That's, that's why I put it out the circle. Black 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 mental health is always important over Absolutely. here in these streets. Mental health over everything. Listen, so I want that was your did you did you get your week out? Did you get your did you get your how was your week out? I don't want to I don't want to step. No no no, you're fine. I also want to talk. I want to definitely get into what's new with you, Miss Lauren. We're gonna talk about that. We that's, absolutely you know, are. I got hella questions. Calvin, would you like to explain the sports? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, ma'am, down, down. I'm salivating. Go ahead. And it's fucked up because the, man, the man's hurt right now. The man's okay. injured. And I am here to offer my services. You don't know how to fix a knee. Anyways, so <laughs> I have something. I am get, getting on your knees is not fixing his knee. That's oh different things. It could. No, let me tell you. Like, listen, I have been, I have been sick. I've been injured. I've been hurt. And while I, those things are great, they don't heal you. First You're still all, hurt. This after. Is, first of all, this is Home Deep Throat. I can go in there and be Bob the Builder and figure some shit out. Okay. What if you, you fall back in your feelings? No, he's no, 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 no. We're, you know? No, no, no. Because here's where it is. So when Calvin's Calvin explains, explain Calvin explains the sports. So <laughs> this past week. Um, the Cleveland Browns played the Cincinnati Bengals, and it was a very back and forth game. That um, game was exhausting. Listen, fam, I'm, I'm pissed. I had to watch it. You didn't. You don't have to do anything. I had to. I was at work while it was on. Oh. I had to watch <laughs> so it. You don't have to. Um. So, uh, so the Browns kind of won the game and lost the war. So the Browns won the game. Uh, I think it was like 35 to 30. It was a close game. Like game one, a touchdown. At the end from Baker Mayfield. And full disclosure, I am a Browns fan. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we didn't lose to the Bengals. Claps for everybody. You're a weird nigga. How are you a Browns fan? My from dad. Cincinnati? You go, my dad. Okay. So, I'll back up. I was like, I'll back off. Step off that left. Step off, step off the left. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going in today. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, and so, but in the course of the game, um, Odell Beckham Jr. The, the star wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns, uh, formerly of the New York Giants, but kind of one of the most popular niggas in football, tours ACL. Mm -hmm. 
know what I'm saying? Out for the season, he was he was doing well, and it was just like it's, it's a tough, tough injury. What? That's who is she re- she's referring to about how she want to suck that nigga back to health. That's why I'm like, fam, you can't fix a torn ACL. I mean, but help me out. <laughs> Which hospital is he at though? Oh my god! He's probably back in Cleveland at this point. You, okay. you blew it. You missed it's it. Not that's drive. fine. That's fine. That's not that far. You can make that drive. I can absolutely do it. I can do it tonight, honestly, ma'am. And be back at work by seven thirty. I've done dumb your missions, bro. <laughs> Just because you've done stupider shit before doesn't mean you should do more stupid shit. But hear me out. I'd walk into that hospital dressed like Nurse Ratchet. Oh, not Nurse Ratchet. You know what, sis? Nurse Jackie. I support it. I support whatever brings you joy. I do. Nurse Jackie. What? I do. I Why will turn you into house. She's in alignment right now. Okay. She's like, this is what she Baby, needs. Baby, I will turn into house so quick. Listen, she want to be in alignment so she can get broke out of alignment. I'm not. <laughs> listen, I am. Crack my back like a glow stick, daddy. <laughs> you got to ride because he got a fucked up knee. Bro, I got knees, bro. Now you got knees. <laughs> Titanium okay. knees, bro. Now- now you got knees. Hashtag make the stallion. Listen, okay, you, know you, I mean? you, you, so you the one took his ACL, huh? So you, <laughs> it was you. It was <laughs> you. It was you all along. You the reason it why. It was you. You fucking Listen, harlot. <laughs> God gave Magnes and none of these athletes. I find it justice. I find it's poetic. There's poetry <laughs> poetic in justice. that. There's That's poetry funny. in that for me. Baby, let me let me recenter. I'm about to talk into the. Listen, let I will turn recenter. into Grace Long Memorial in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all can see my face, choked up my own shit. Like, <laughs> baby, damn, motherfucker, watch. I was mother just... motherfucker, watch ten seasons of Grey's Anatomy, and somehow she got a medical degree. Get the. I fuck was a fellow out. with them niggas. Okay, <laughs> get to fuck out of here. Watching Grey's Anatomy is being in a committed relationship, bro. There are fifteen seasons, yeah, bro. That's a lie. That is a relationship. It's one of my faves. Actually, yes. Honestly, in. Uh, a uh, relationship to any, a relationship with any Shonda Rhimes show is actually t- a toxic relationship. It is. She will kill. Is still she yeah. will. But she will kill off your favorite in a moment. How to get away with murder was painful. I didn't finish that. No you know, spoilers. I haven't lasted the season. E- watched the last season either. Yeah. Nah, I, 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 I know either. exactly when I stop, and I don't know when you stop. But I know when I stop. I was like, oh, that nigga. Did- I can't do this. No more. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. This. Watching How to Get Away with Murder. Murder. Excuse me. I can't talk today. Watching How to Get Away with Murder felt like like. Empire for me. You saw I missed mm. one episode and I never picked it back that, up. That, that is true because yeah, everyone, everyone watched Empire and then everyone had the same story. Like they, it wasn't even an on purpose miss. They was probably working, mm-hmm. happy hour and kicking it, whatever. It just missed one episode and it was like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I'm feel like picking it back. Like, up. Uh, too much well, work. I, listen, then I remember, work. I remember coming back and then like Lucius had dreads. I'm like, when the fuck did Lucius get going on? And it was bad. It, it was, was so. It bad. It was from a Tyler Perry wigs collection. Absolutely, for sure. But you know what? No, in all seriousness, OBJ, man, like, feel better. Which leg did he break? You know he got three. <laughs> Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> this is not a kid's program. No, clearly, but this is a Wendy's. I Listen, you, you're about to go to horny jail. Like, you need to go go straight to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. When I found out he was in the city, bro. The bird leap, bro. I, I okay. Full disclosure: I've never been to a ge- Bengals game. I she have, don't do the sports. I girl. have worked them. I've never been to a like sat down in the bleachers in the stands with popcorn and went to a Bengals game. No, to be honest, I've never even tailgated. Never tailgated a game. Never. I Which don't, is wild for you because you love a good day drink. I love a good day drink, but like 
No, I've never said, but it's also cold when y'all try to tailgate, and yeah. I don't do that. Mm-mm. I hate being cold. We don't do the cold. But uh-huh. but y'all, both of y'all have mad fur coats, like yeah. And you mean to tell me they drag the floor too? Okay, now wait a minute. That is for performance, not. Do you own them or not? Do you not? Do you own them or not? I own them and I love them and I okay. Them. Honestly. Lauren, I, like, I would love to see you at a tailgate with your fur it dragging. Would be as hell. It, would fit, but it, so it, it would fit both your guys' aesthetics. It I'm would not, work. I, like, I see fur, the vision. Be sipping bourbon. A, a, yes. a fur and then like a, a, a sports shirt just so you know they know like you're here. Oh, you like, know. And some leather shorts. You, me, hunty. It would listen, be about. I'm just, help me help you. I would probably help me <laughs> help you. I'm trying to get I'm trying to help y'all see the vision. I would probably throw on some thigh highs. You already know. Nothing less. Absolutely have on thigh highs. Nothing less. And I'm having a scarf. The biggest one I can find. Glasses huge. Draped around. My wig is flourishing. It would be a look. Honestly. And listen, I so y'all understand, like, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to lead y'all to the path of, 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 of a glorious day drinking. That's all. I, that's all. I miss day drinking. Listen. I'll be day drinking I, still in my house. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> in the like, pandemic. <laughs> see, I used, so I used to. Like the first, the first couple, pandemic part one, right? <laughs> you know, the first, the first yep. maybe month of the pandemic, right? Back when everyone was like, "Oh my God, it's working from home and like see a shot, take a shot," and all like, yeah. The like, workout challenges ended quick, nigga, fam. I ignored <laughs> all the bitches so quick. Do ten pushups, nigga. Fuck you. Like it's I, my I house. I did not participate. I participated in that. Like, <laughs> like the last time I got told to to do exercises. Against my will was spring 2011. I'm not going back to that. Okay, life. Calvin. D- Jesus Christ. I'm not going Man, back. you just spent 15 minutes talking about how you want to f- fuck OBJ in a hospital bed. Who doesn't? <laughs> Are you prepared for what he might do? Because listen, there's yes, rumors. Yes, I am. Okay. Yes, I, I just, am. I just want you to Lord, understand. I am. I just I've want been, you to understand. I've been what? waiting <laughs> my whole life, baby, to find someone like you, bro. Yes, you pulled I out am. Snow Allegra for this. Wow. You pulled out Snow Allegra wow. and hit and hit approximately zero of a note. That's cool. But y'all got my point. I'm impressed. Y'all got my Personally. point, baby. You are an enabler. <laughs> you <laughs> like, are. I like this girl. You are an enabler. Baby. Stop it. My whole life. Um, Calvin. Yes. Let's let so whew. but I didn't even tell y'all my week. My week it's a How pandemic. How do you know it out so your this, week? It's a pandemic. Um, you know what? This week, um, this this past week has been been interesting. I think um, trying to be there for yourself as well as be there for others and ha- trying to understand that balance, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I, it's like part of it's like people pleasing that I'm trying to like work past, but it's also like if I see somebody down and I, or I see somebody who needs something and I have it to give, mm-hmm. it's hard for me not to give it. But it's also like nigga, if you keep giving, you ain't gonna have shit for yourself and trying to find out that balance so that's kind of what this week has been um you know i'm saying we let off a little steam on on saturday and i realized my body can't do that shit no more (laughs) and like i'm out of practice i i'm what i consider myself i am a social binge drinker like i don't drink a lot by myself in the house like i don't own i don't at at this point i don't have like alcohol Mm. in my house because like when you just drink it by yourself with nowhere to go, it just feels depressing just to me, to me. I'm just like, and it's not even like I can use it to like write a song or just, I'm just doing it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, but when I get out with people and when I have somewhere to go, it's like, okay, cool. You know, we'll, we'll turn up. So that happened. And like, there's parts of that night. I just don't remember. 
And it was like, I look, I woke up, you know, thank God, I woke up the next morning in my house. I'm like, how do we get back to baby house? And like, there was Goodfellas pizza in my bushes. That wasn't me. I ate mine. Um, <laughs> I don't know which one of you nakers did that shit. I have a, I have a vote, but I'm not going to say, I'm not going to put my man's name on wax. I have here. a vote. We'll, we'll, we'll tuck it, but I think, you know what I mean? But like, I, but fam, I, also didn't remember going to Goodfellas. Didn't remember. I woke up next morning. like, I looked at my receipt. Like, why do I have a charge from Goodfellas? I got a, a digital receipt. I'm like, I'm like when, the, when did we do this? <laughs> you know what I mean? So everything just, just felt like a lie. And it was just like, you know what? Like your body sometimes tell you. You get old. Yeah. And it's like, hey, fam, like you can't do this. At least you can't go from zero to a hundred anymore. You got to like work your way up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and so that's what it was. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, at this point, we eight months in the pandemic. I, I think at this point, you know, I try not to judge anyone else anymore because it's 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 unreasonable to expect the American public to stay at home and not do shit for eight months and only get twelve hundred dollars. But that's we we are not going to talk about the pandemic a lot today because we've done that a lot in this past every episode. Honestly, and you know this this is divine timing as well because the last time we recorded here at Timeless Recording Studio so thank thank you first of all big shout out to Timeless for thank you guys. opening their studio for us you know what I'm saying working working with the engineers to make sure that we're able to do everything so big shout out to them they've been over here giggling too y'all it's cute um, <laughs> it's cute you know what I'm saying but it's like it's the cute. last time we recorded here was literally the Monday before the shutdown order mm. in Ohio hit like literally I remember it was just it was a different energy like it was a lot of uncertainness like we literally like rushed in like I remember walking into the building some random white Karen was yeah, like told me to get out I was like I don't think I was like actually we have an appointment like I don't give a fuck what you talk got to, what the fuck you're talking about but I because I could tell you don't work here we so can touch on Karen, but not today not today um we but just being back here still is in the pandemic is one thing but it's, it's a different energy now because I yeah. think I think um, one thing Americans will learn how to do is live with something. Mm. Like, even if it's something that we shouldn't be okay living with, we'll figure out a way to adapt to it, work around it. And I think to to some of our detriment, that's what we did with what what with, with this pandemic. We're like, okay, so there's not gonna there's not a vaccine because mm. vaccines usually take years to make. Um, the leadership all look like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. How are we gonna work around it? And mm-hmm. so, you know, we we found a new way to record. Like we we, you know, what I'm saying, it's, is is it perfect? Not necessarily, but we hate it honestly. But but it's a way to make sure we continue to get content out mm-hmm. in the pandemic. Like like podcasts can't survive going seven months without recording because everything's not right. You know what I mean? Like right. we pride ourselves on consistency. We pride ourselves on like trying to do that. So just the energy. So that's why it's like. It, it, I, I was like, this is, you know, it, it feels like, again, the, the, the timing of it feels feels important. Mm-hmm. But, um, Miss Lauren, yep. Let's let. How are you? How are you doing? I am. I'm doing very well. I, I ain't gonna even hold you. I ain't gonna bullshit. Oddly enough, I have been excelling during this pandemic. Good. All glory be to God. I'm booked and busy. <laughs> I'm healing and releasing. Auntie. I love it. It's Listen, a vibe. What's can... crazy is like you can like see it on your skin. Can you? Cause wow. No, I'm serious. Like you can see it. Like you can absolutely see it's that. The, it's the glow for me. It's the glow for me. Cause honey. I have been glowing, and I'm not pregnant. Oh, how you know? Because I ain't been smashing. <clears throat> no man. Period. Sometimes one plus one does equal two. 
You feel me? Sometimes. Not all sometimes. the time, but some of the time. Sometimes. sometimes one plus one equals like eight, but then it's like, you know what? That's, you know that's what? not my it business. It just looks like whatever. My friends used to tell me this all the time. I got a friend who literally just told me this. He said, you never look like what you're going through. And I'm like, mm. I'm, I, I, I pride myself on not doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a facade, right? Right. Because, but I also just feel like some things need to be worked out with just you. And if you look like you're working shit out, people start treating you like charity. And it's like, mm. nah, I still, don't get me wrong. We got some shit we got to handle, but I still got some pride about me. Mm-hmm. And like, also, there's a lot of people who are who are less concerned and more nosy. Yes. Right? Like a lot of people want to know your, 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 your business, your problems, what you're going through, not because they care about mm-hmm. you or they want to help you, just because they want the tea. Like a lot of people... And again, I'm not going to be super shady on this here podcast, but a lot of people I'll trap, ma'am, <laughs> this is, we're trying to be better. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I was uh, told to chill. You know, so we're trying to listen. We're trying to be better. When y'all ask me about, you know, who I don't know who you talking about. That's and if you get period. jammed up, that's on period. Don't mention our next. But it's like a lot of people, their their currency is tea. Mm-hmm. Their currency is gossip. They're like, you know, and they broke for it. You broke. A broke, bitch. <laughs> if you're dealing in fifteen, you know what? I'm finna go off. Fan, hold you on. cannot talk shit about me from your mama's house. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you cannot run your mouth about me sitting on somebody else's couch eating somebody else's food and using somebody else's resources to be able to pop your shit, honey. If your mama cut off the Wi-Fi, you'd have no access to the bitch you think you are. Don't try me. Don't try me. I didn't hear no lies. Don't try Ooh. me. Don't try me. Sometimes you just gotta be honest. Don't try me. Common said, if I don't like it, I don't like it. It don't mean I'm hating. I think it's a fact. I agree. And uh, you know what? And bitch is gender neutral. I'm saying that with my full chest. I'm not oh, the one. Oh. I'm not the one. Uh, I'm not listen, the one. The and I ain't got a lot, but what I got got my name on it. Every little thing in my life has my whole ass mm-hmm. name on it. Mm-hmm. You can kiss my ass talking shit about me from somebody else's shit. The fuck? I, I like, I like, that. I I like really, that girl. I, we, that girl right there. I like that we girl. We was really trying to too. do better. No, sometimes we... So, you know, Calvin, sometimes I think what it is, and you talk about this all the time. Motherfuckers have not been punched in the mouth enough for me. So uh, listen, honestly, a lot of problems can be solved by somebody getting slapped in the face. I'm, but you know, I'm, a, true, if I do it, I'm a true believer. If some, like, sometimes, like, a lot of problems that, like, extend past their expiration date can be solved by nipping in the butt and slapping somebody in the face. Because... With love what, and light. I'm gonna slap you and I'm gonna tell you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 respectfully. Respectfully. You know what I mean? So, and I'm just trying, but what the reason why is because I don't want to focus our energy Mm -hmm. on people who ain't worth it. And you're right. And like, and and, and, and certain people. Sometimes you gotta have a little time. And I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Sometimes self care is cussing somebody the the fuck out. The pandemic is showing everybody, listen, the pandemic is showing, A, everybody has more time now than you thought you did. (laughs) Okay, now Uh, I got the time. But also, yeah, I she, think I don't. But yeah, because you booked and busy. We're gonna talk about you being booked and busy very <laughs> short. We have not forgotten. We have not forgotten um, about you. We're saving you, saving the best part. <laughs> um, but I think the pandemic has kind of really stripped away mm-hmm. a lot of the superficial and a lot of the outside shit that like some people, you know, pride themselves on. Like if you pride yourself on like on being a mixy nigga, and you a mixy, and that's like, and that's your brand. Okay. What what's your brain now that you aren't mixing? Now that you literally can't be outside, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think, and again, I'm not strong with shade to anyone who handles a pandemic any sort of way. Like, mm-hmm. this shit is new for everybody. Yeah, this shit is new. You know what I mean? So it's like, people are going to you know handle it how they're going to handle it. And whenever you have a new situation, you're going to fuck up sometimes. Like, 
ain't no one on this earth perfect. You feel me? So it's just okay. Who are you now that some of the some of the gleam and the glamour of like the facade that everyone puts on? Like we have, we all have a public facing persona. Hell, the first first two or three months of you talking to a new romantic platonic relationship is just you meeting a representative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the first two, first two or three months, I know for myself personally, I'm like, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up. So you meeting a whole bunch of people when the first, don't fuck this up. You meet a whole bunch of don't fuck this ups, and then but when you get comfortable, it's like, okay, now what? I'm gonna speak from experience on this one because I do pride myself on being a mixy nigga, but I have an identity, and I think that as somebody who has gone through not even not because of the pandemic, but like who's gone through an identity crisis, I know what it feels like to not know yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know what the behaviors of somebody who, what it looks like when you don't know yourself. Mm -hmm. Everybody else's business takes precedence over you handling your own because that means that there's shit in your space that you have to actually clean and deal with. And that takes work. Shadow work is hard. She preaching now. Shadow work Mm -hmm. is hard. Mm -hmm. Because I'll be honest, and, and we pride ourselves on being transparent on this here platform, but like, who are you when nobody's watching? Mm -hmm. And sometimes getting to the root of your own shit is realizing that you don't like you. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. And you are hurt. And you got shit that you need to work through. I live there. But But, just because you don't like you doesn't mean you get to lash out at someone who likes themselves. Exactly. And you don't get to be the toxic person that you preach that you're not. Mm -hmm. You don't get to fill the room with hate. You don't get to fill the spaces that you're with with energy that doesn't belong. It's crazy, right? You preaching, I ain't even gonna say go ahead. It's crazy to me because I'm trying to I'm trying to be careful, Calvin. This this time I'm I'm gonna be careful. But in examining some of my relationships, right? Because as I'm in the space that I'm in, it's time to take do a full, it's time to clean house inwardly. And then sometimes that requires you to evaluate what you've been allowing to come into the space that you need to clean in the first Mm -hmm. place. So that's what I'm going through at the moment. So as I evaluate myself. I also evaluate the relationships in my life. Like, who has that, who has access to me and why do they have mm-hmm. it? Why do you have it? What is it used for? And there are some relationships that my homegirls will tell you, they've been asking me, begging me, fighting with me to walk away from. Mm. Damn near breaking up with me over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you're friends with the ops, nigga, you become fr- the ops. You're friends with the ops. You are now the ops. And it's like... It's because of the attachment that I have with this particular relationship. I've been rocking with this person for years. You know what I'm saying? And the person, I was attached to the person that I fell in love with about this relationship instead of the person that I'm actually seeing, bro. Mm. And they're, I'm not accepting the, the person that you are now because I remember what we had then. So I'm in love with the idea that maybe you'll come back to yourself mm-hmm. and you, you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm damaging relationships with people who will die about me because I'm holding on to a situation that no longer serves me. And my friends, my real friends are being like, bro, you can't call me and that person your friend because the way that we handle you and the way that they treat you is not it. It's not the same and you're insulting us and you're hurting us. And it took me like a lot of time to accept that. It took a while. Mm -hmm. It took a while. And as Calvin being a friend of mine who walked walked this walk with me and our other friend group, I see how frustrated y'all y'all should have been with me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we let it go. Just because you spent a long time making a mistake, right? Like, we all have had those relationships that, like, you, you've known that person, whether it's platonic, romantic, 
and business. Let me tell you how hurtful that shit is. I'll be honest with you. I held on to that particular relationship because I was afraid of what it looks like to actually lose that person yeah. because of how much we had bonded over bullshit. Trauma, Where I really, trauma bond. Trauma bond. Trauma bonded as fuck. You've seen me through a lot of shit, so I assume that you can continue to see me mm-hmm. just through my shit. But when it's come time to clap for me, Shorty's never in the room. Mm-hmm. When it comes time to celebrate, Alex, show up for Alex. Shorty mm-hmm. is never in the room. You're never there. But when it's about talking to me, your shit, my talk, your shit, talking to me about my business and everybody else's, mm-hmm. when it comes time to show up for you in those capacities, be there in those capacities, you got time. Mm-hmm. But you're never standing in the audience when it's time to clap for somebody who's not you. But you mentioned shadow work. The beautiful thing about shadow work, as difficult as it is, it's, it doesn't just reveal things about yourself. It reveals things about everybody and everything around you. It shifts your vision. That clarity so now you're is, able to see clearly like, okay, this is not a motherfucker I'm going to rock with. And here's why. It's not in alignment with my highest good. It's not. And the crazy thing is that that shift is once I accepted that, that once I truly accepted it and cried over it. Yeah. I grieve. I I, grieve I, I have absolutely like grieve. I, there's so much like just grief. Like sometimes, and we talked about that too. A lot, we touched on this in the pod a lot about really, truly honoring grief yeah. and not rushing through it. And you got to You can't rush a process. You got to trust the process. You, know you have to truly mm-hmm. sit shout and grieve. Yeah, shout and out I to mean, when, sixers, you, when you talk about process. grief, though, like really processing trauma, y'all can tell therapy's been working right. But like yes. when you when you've been sitting and like processing trauma, I was so fucking mad, y'all. Yeah. Like mad. I was mad. I was mad at myself. Of course, not even mad at them. Not mad at the person, but I'm mad at myself for not loving me enough to know that that was not okay for me. Yes, ma'am. And that's what hurt. I hold space for that. I hold space for that. Why did I not love me enough to know that this wasn't okay? Why did I not love me enough to not know that this was okay? And begged for the relationship. Begged you to be here. Mm -hmm. Begged you to just be my fucking friend. And you couldn't do that. You couldn't do that. And then I noticed how in other areas of my life with other different relationships, both platonic and romantic, how I accepted crumbs because at least it was pieces of you. And I deserve more than that. What's your sign? I'm an Aries. Interesting. I know. I know. I know. I just feel you 100%. I just said to the homies, I, I always stay. In my history, I've always stayed. I've always stayed. I've stayed in disrespect. I've stayed disrespect and disrespect and like, this new chapter in my life. I think it's because I'm a, I'm approaching 30. 30 around the corner. Same way. Uh, We're closer stay. to 30 than we are 20. I'm I, not staying for shit. I'll be I'm 30 out. next year. I'm choosing myself. I am out. I'm out. I'm I literally, out. I literally leave the space. I, I will literally flee the scene. My homies know. Homegirls know. Oh, Lauren left. If that energy off, I'm not doing it. I'm not going back and forth with nobody about shit. It's mine. I worked for this. I worked for this. This right. healing. I let all that shit go. And I just, I just feel you deeply. Once I got I to this, once like, what's crazy is that, and I'll be honest, because me and Calvin, we pride ourselves on transparency. But, like, would I say that I am at peace? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what peace looks like for me at this point in my life. I don't know. But what I do know is that, like, as I stand in, like, pieces of myself mm-hmm. and of life and things like that, at least it's on the floor. It's below me. It's beneath me. Mm-hmm. I can't pick that shit up if I wanted to. So now I get I, I get to rebuild this how I want it to look. How I want it. Like what serves me. I've come to the conclusion and in and in that I don't want more kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want any. I have no desire to bear more children. 
And I accepted like wanting more children or entertaining it, having it because I thought like it would make me feel or be more desirable. Mm. Or I would have a baby because I was in a relationship with a man and I wanted to make sure that he felt whole because I know I can be a lot. And it's like, I'm not, that's not what I desire. And it was, as I look back on my life, that was always in alignment. Mm-hmm. What I have is what I need. What I have is what I need. Mm-hmm. And as long as, and, and if I apply that to other areas of my life, I start, I'm, I, I start to feel whole and complete. Mm-hmm. Like really whole, really, yeah. really whole. That's what my therapist told me, know your why. Mm-hmm. It keeps me in alignment. When I don't get distracted with all this other shit, it's like, know your why. Is this in alignment with my why? Do I want more kids? Do I want to be in a relationship? Do I want any of these friends? Like, I like being alone. I enjoy, I like my small circle. I keep it tight. Just know your why, who you are, what fuels you. And in business, there's a there's a concept called the sunk cost, mm-hmm. which means that a lot of times businesses and people make the mistake that you've already put so much into a project, whatever the project may be, that you continue that you continue to try to make it work because you put so much into it already. Mm-hmm. But what you put into it already is that money spent. Like no matter what you do, that money is spent now. So you can't use the money you've already spent as a reason to continue to spend more. So it's a sunk cost. Like, okay, you have to kind of look at what's done is done, what's past what's past is past. The money that is that is gone is gone. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the best way to move from this point? Is it to pivot? Is it to try to make it work? But you have to make that decision looking ahead and not behind. And I think a lot of times Mm. in business and in life, we look behind because there's memories and memories have memories have attachments. Mm. They have energies. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, hell, half the time, you don't even miss that person. You just miss the memories of what you did (laughs) with that motherfucker. I just need some dick. (laughs) I just need some love. You have never sung. You better sing. I'm here for the all Listen, she's acting totally different. (laughs) I love it. You know, the energy, the energy, you feel me? But that, you know what I'm saying? I think at the end of the day, as long as we continue to move forward, look forward, and walk forward, you know, mm-hmm. spaceships don't have rear view mirrors. Do you, do you hear me? They dip. They, they dip. dip. As quick as they can. And Lauren Elise will dip. <laughs> I'm out, you know y'all. what? And I learned that. What's crazy is that I had dinner with my parents yesterday. And shout out to mom and dad. And give me no oxtails. She didn't make no, actually, she's going to make oxtails soon. I soon. need parts. Soon, soon, soon. Tell her I miss her. I need parts. <laughs> I will beat I your ass, Calvin. I do miss her, but I also want oxtail. So it's like, <laughs> kill two birds, one, one stone. You know what? I would tell her she asked me about you, so I got you. Oh. But just in talking to my parents, like, coming to that conclusion, my mom was just like, you need to start leaving. Mm-hmm. She told me that. She said, you need to leave. Because, like, you'll stay at the negotiating table when it comes to your boundaries way too long. Mm. Way yeah, too long. You stay at that long. table way too long. And once somebody realizes that you'll stay, they oh, take man. advantage of that, that more and more and baby. more and more. Because it's yeah. like, like Ooh. again, in business, if I'm so so it's different, like, you know, you've interviewed for jobs when you've had a job and you've interviewed for jobs when you didn't have a job and you mm-hmm. was dead broke. Mm-hmm. How did how the negotiation of a salary went? When you already have a job, but you know, like, if it's not what I want, I can just go back to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You you stand on like no like you're not about to lowball me by five ten thousand dollars like mm-hmm. no my price is my price but when you but when you don't know when that next check is coming yeah. when you when when your rent is due and you don't know how you are gonna make it yeah you 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 suddenly you take whatever they offer because it's better than what you have mm-hmm. and I think sometimes when we choose to stay mm-hmm. 
we think we're doing it out of some sort of love for who we're for who or what we're staying for mm-hmm. instead of a lot of times we get love and, and codependency mixed up. Yeah. And like y'all don't really love each other. Y'all don't rock with each other Sometimes, like that like, because y'all just depend on each other because y'all y'all mm-hmm. it's this trauma bond. Like people, my mom always says love is an action word. Yes, it's a verb. It's a verb. Mm-hmm. And look at what these look at the, what these motherfuckers doing around you. Does it are they doing some shit that someone who actually loves and gives a fuck about right. you would do, or are are you just codependent on each other because you don't know a life without them? So you just think of how it's gonna be. But we I, have, we have talked, talk, talk, talk. It's just deep. I mean, we really need to be taking notes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we have talked, talk, 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 and we. I asked you how you were. You said you were booked and busy. Booked and busy. You What's going on? And healing like, and release. And healing and release. So, 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 when you are booked and busy, what are you booked and busy with, French? Right now, I'm I'm doing a lot of gigging, mm-hmm. um, which is you know crazy. In the pandemic, but also I ain't gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. Okay. Um, Don't put a question mark where God put a period. Will not do that. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got live shows now that Ohio is open. We don't give a damn about it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Dewan is really just trying to lecture the virus <laughs> away. Like, well, I want <laughs> I y'all like, oh. just sit down. But it's great. All the venues that I've been performing at, they they do their very best to keep everything socially distant. Mm-hmm. Shout and, out to know. Nostalgia. They really yeah. do a good job. I just love Nostalgia. Shout out to Nostalgia. The vibes I, in there I, are I, so I perfect. I've been yeah. I got to. You know what? You, you know what, Calvin? With my Viola Davis purse. <laughs> she got to get up and raise up. You no, got to go. What's funny, Calvin, is that actually I just booked, I was going to take myself on a date on Thursday, but Nostalgia won't let you book for yourself. They won't book a one reservation. So I had to book, I had to book for two. So I'm going on Thursday. My reservation is. Hey. I will see you there because I'll be there too. Baby. Are you performing? Nope, just going. I'll well, listen. this shit. Let's make it a date. <laughs> it's a group day. Yeah, it's a great spot. You know. Black owned. Yeah, black shout, woman she, owned. Black woman owned. Shout out to her. Shout out, yeah. So shout um, out to all of that. I also we have performed at like Ghost Baby. So some venues. We did know, Ghost Baby we, is yeah, so Ghost, cute. It is cute. We, we I went there and it was like okay, it's a little. It's a vibe. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He got his little thing popping off. I so. like the little clubs that like. I don't like to say underground because I want them Those to be patronized, but I do enjoy like a good speakeasy pop up mm-hmm. bar, duck off spot. A good vibe. It's nah, just Ghost energy. Baby so Ghost Baby so ducked off. You what, missed the entrance. You, literally, uh, we was you just got to look for the man standing it's outside. Very New York. It's and, and very New York. He literally, we was we, we walked past Ghost Baby twice, and he literally like opened the door because we were like, "That's probably because there's a man standing here with mm-hmm. a headset on." He's like, "Ghost Baby," I was like, "Yup." I was like, <laughs> "Your go. only job is to make sure people." Heard you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've I been like booked it. and busy and gigging. And yeah. and so my so I got a couple questions here because Ask like I said, anything. like I'm I said, ready. I ain't gonna inter- I ain't gonna um I ain't gonna interview you like I don't know you. But <laughs> some people may not. Right. And right. so for some people who d- don't know you, they haven't heard of you before, what would you want them to know about you? And just like a little, you know, quick little like if someone was like, Who's Lauren Elise? Mm. What would you want them to know about you? Well, I'm a lover, I'm a mother. I am a, um, I'm just a being. I am a being, mm-hmm. a human being having a, I'm a human being having a very spiritual experience <laughs> right now versus being a spiritual being having a, spu- a, a human experience. I will yeah. get in that a little later because I, here's my thing. I'm not coming back. No. I think I've, I think I've reached my peak. If you believe in reincarnation, absolutely, I'm going back to source. I, I believe that I have been here a long time. I'm going on, I'm going on 30 here. But it's, I'm about 7,200 years old, y'all. So I want people to know, like, <laughs> I am, I'm just a person that is full of a great deal of love and curiosity. 
about the deeper things in life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as women, as as beings, but as women especially, I'll say that, we have one foot in the mundane world, in the yes. physical realm. Yes. But we have another foot in yes. the spirit world at I've all I've always times. felt that way. I've always at felt tethered. I always felt like, like if you've seen us, yes, is, I feel like out, Alex, yes. <laughs> yes, I feel like Alex is the tethered. And like the me, you feel it's somewhere like spiritual world having a blast duality, if you will, and it's amazing. It's it's very amazing, and it can get very overwhelming because mm-hmm. I believe that there are some spiritual truths and spiritual um, experiences that have to be implemented into the human body mm-hmm. in a certain time frame. If you relieve too, if you receive too many downloads too quickly, I think that that's an easy gateway to madness. How people go crazy. So, I mean, similar to how, like, if you try to up update your iPhone, you know what I'm saying? You 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 skipped the last five updates. I like that example. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, but you want to go from straight from 13 to 14. You don't want to go to 13.5. You, don't, you, you can't and, do that. And, and, now, and now you're trying to figure out why your phone just froze. You can't do <laughs> you that. You know what I mean? So I think, I, think, I think some of it is, like, I mean, even with Child Star, if you think about, like, a too much, too soon yes. story. Mm-hmm. I about, think like, of her. Like, because yeah. her, her literally had it, was like, nah, Fuck this shit. Yeah. Left, rebranded, came back and was bigger now than she was when she left. You know what I mean? Like or even, I know you don't, know, even a Dave Chappelle thing. Cause like Dave Chappelle mm. walked away from 50 million because he just, um, I watched his interview probably literally right before I yeah. had air. And he was like, he was doing a sketch and it was a sketch. He finally explained it was a sketch about like a pixie that, and he was a blackface. Mm. Dave was doing a pixie in blackface. And like a pixie would appear whenever when some someone felt like the pains of racism. Mm. Really, you know what I'm saying? It's a very thin line to pull off, but Dave is Dave and Dave can pull off. Mm-hmm. And then like one of the staffers, white staffer, laughed and he just felt like, you know, sometimes like you make a joke, but then someone who shouldn't be laughing Absolutely. starts yeah, laughing. Yeah. It's like, I, I know you not. He was like, he that he was already kind of feeling like he he was uncomfortable with how big he was getting in his celebrity absolutely and that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back and he was like you know nah, i'm good and literally walked away from a 50 million dollar comedy central deal was not in the wilderness like legitimately but like went back to yellow yeah. springs ohio but mm-hmm. like literally like from the ground up and then signed a 60 million dollar deal with netflix and then on top of all the other things that came in after he mm-hmm. stepped away I think that one thing was very because it's like if you receive if you receive too much too soon, mm-hmm. you'll overwhelm yourself. But if also on the flip side, if you go, if you if you kind of go too slow, mm-hmm. again it's like you're gonna, miss some right. you're gonna miss some things as well because it's like life don't wait for nobody. Nope. And but divine timing is in perfect order, so you're just gonna gotta have faith and like you know. I think that for the first time in my entire like in a, in the thirty years. I finally feel like I am where I belong. Mm-hmm. Like when I look at like my life in every aspect, career, romance, motherhood, I really do feel like things are just, is it, have y'all ever watched one of those? Like, I don't know. It, I, I'm trying to find the words for it, but like, I just feel like things make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't have the answer for it. I can't tell you what it is, but I feel like it makes sense. It's kind of like you, you ever have, one of them huge ass puzzles like them huge like not only one of them like like huge puzzles that have like a million pieces and you're not you're not finished with the puzzle yet no but you but you get the outline yeah you, you finally you, see it you're you like, finally, oh, you, 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 you got the corners and you finally see what yep. it is like oh 
Okay. Yeah. But I st- I'm gonna fill everything in, but at least I know yeah. where I'm going. A little at least easier I, to complete because you can see it. Yeah, yeah but right. like, mind you, this puzzle started with uh, on every corner, and it's 15 corners. So it's like, it's for me, my anxiety got the best of me. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, because I'm anxious, I started to like just build walls, mm-hmm. and then I started being cranky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm moody anyway. But then I started getting. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, you thought I was going to repay that shot? Right. Come on now. It's fine. <laughs> Come on I'm, I'm, I can be temperamental anyway, but then when I notice that I'm like aggressive about it, mm. like it's almost like when a wounded animal feels a threat and it's like, it's a perceived threat. That's Aries of you. That it's is. very Aries of me. It's very Aries of me. If I perceive it as a threat, it's a threat and you can't tell me anything different. Mm. So it's... Mind you, everyone else is looking around. It's like, girl, what did you, what happened? Like, like... I don't what? care. And then, but the thing is, the thing care. is, the thing is with her is at, at the moment she won't even take time to explain what she saw that is a perceived threat. She's just on go, and now everyone's trying to like catch, catch up. like what mm. what what happened? It's happened. And then it's just like, and then then but then, and you know, we're being transparent. You try to you, you when someone's that kind of mad, you can't really talk to them mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't. Unless you're on go with them, mm-hmm. it feels like you're against them, and it's just like, but but no, I'm not against you. Like if it's real, like we can, it's up. But like, is it real? And <laughs> is it real? It was like, what? Like what? If you tell me what happened, mm-hmm. I can I can put together. It's like, have y'all seen Courage the Cowardly Dog when he's trying I to talk that to Miro? Yes. That's exactly how <laughs> I am. I am Courage trying to explain to Miro what the fuck my problem is, and I'm already pissed <laughs> off. And Miro's sitting there like, but. Yeah. Like, like lastly, like what is the boy? <laughs> like what? It's, the it's, it's than well. It's like it's a good show. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's kind of what it is. And so I appreciate, I appreciate that. I appreciate the divine timing of it. I appreciate. I think we often feel like we have to have it figured out way mm-hmm. quicker than we do because uh, we. You've talked about that. Sorry, let me interrupt you. You used to talk about that in your music though, and I can't. Of course, I can't remember the name of the song right now. I cannot. I might but, if you. <laughs> Tell me more about it. I might know. But it. like, just in like, I've noticed that in your themes is it's about like doing what you need to do for mm-hmm. yourself and then figuring it out. Like, and then going from there. And I, I like, I just, I'm such a fan. I just literally be trying to figure life out through my music. So. And, and we did like, and what's crazy, and I think that's what makes me feel it. Like, yeah. I wanted to ask you a question because I know that ask me anything. I'm a mom, and yeah. I have I struggle with the like. Parent me and the content me is always a stress. It's always a battle Ooh. because our kids. I and my my son is eleven, so he's able to grasp things. He understands concepts. He understands that mommy has a podcast. I'm not old enough to listen to. Mm-hmm. Mommy has a podcast. I pray my son never gets his hands off. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I know that that's not the world that I live in. Yeah. And one day I have to sit down and talk to my son. Like mommy is a woman. Mm-hmm. Like. And our kids don't always see us as human beings. They see mm-hmm. us in this monolithic way. Almost like, like a deity. A right? deity, yeah. They like do. I don't. I, it took me a while to view my parents as people, yeah. like m- very flawed man and woman. Mm-hmm. So when my 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 kid gets a hold of my content, he's gonna be like, "My mommy is wilding." Mm-hmm. Do you ever have that feeling? I don't. Um, and I'll tell you why. I when I began my career, I was very intentional about having transparency be a core part of my brand and not for anybody else. It's way before I even had a kid. It was for myself. Right. Um, I was very aware of what the industry was like at a very early age. And I never wanted to be at a table like this and have some executive sitting across from me telling me who I am Mm -hmm. or how much I was worth. And 
me feel like I'm going crazy trying right. to live up to this image, right? Mm-hmm. But how that plays a part with me and my child, it's the same bag. Mommy's a woman, and I have to live in that truth. Right. And when I decided to have my child, that was a whole experience fiasco in itself. When I decided to bring him same. into this world, I said very clearly, between me and God, we had a real deep conversation. And um, that was that was my resolution. I'm going to be me fully. I'm going to show up as my fullest self because what I want for my son is for him to see me and be inspired by that. Because if I if I don't follow my dreams, if I don't act in alignment with my, my highest self, my truest self, I'm not going to be happy. You're not going to get this being. Right. It's going to be a real compromised version of myself. And nobody wants to be around that. I'm not trying to be around my son and be irritable or or depressed or anything. I want you him to see me. You did this to me. Like, right. I would never, you know? So for me, I don't worry about it. The same way I had to look at my parents and see Kevin as a man beyond the father and see Monica as a woman beyond the mother mm-hmm. and see Patricia as the woman beyond the grandmother, he got to do the same. And I'm going right. to walk you through that, baby. But, like, I don't want... I'm not going to, don't put me on this pedestal. That's, key. that's great that's advice. Key, because yeah. I, I, I'll be honest, that's a struggle of mine. Mm-hmm. Because my son is going to pick up my material and he'd be like, mom, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And especially because uh, I've been a parent my entire adult life. So a lot of the experiences that I've gone through, both traumatic and joyous, mm-hmm. you've been alive for, but not necessarily a part of. Yes. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I struggle with like, how do I explain to him? And also because I've gone through very traumatic things while also being a mom. Yeah, I feel you. You watch days where mom didn't have it, dog. Mm. You've seen me depressed. You have absolutely, you can't, I, I'm, you're in my house. Mm-hmm. If I can't be transparent in here, I don't know. I, I, I don't know where I can mm-hmm. be. So yeah, my son has absolutely seen me depressed and incapable of getting out of bed mm-hmm. and, and struggling with my mental health. He has seen those things. But of course, you're a child. So there's things that I've been taught. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I don't want, it's hard. But too much too soon. Too like. much too soon. Mm-hmm. But when he gets to that age and he picks up my content and he listens for, to mom mm-hmm. 10 years ago somehow and, and realizes that, oh, wow, I was nine and my mom was struggling with mental health mm-hmm. issues. I say cross that bridge when you get Exactly. There. And it's just like, you know I, I mean? want him to be able to know that like, I wasn't hiding it from you, Mm-mm. but I'm a mom too. And I think there's a way to right. communicate that as as our young ones grow. Right. You know what I mean? I've had some days like that too. I, you know, it's some things I'm going to have to explain to my son probably sooner than later. Right. That that, that ain't, my, ain't my bag, but it's still my responsibility as a mother. And, and I don't yeah. judge myself. I ain't got one judgment for myself for how I chose to deal with what life threw my way. Right. I still made sure my child was fed. I made sure that I was okay to the best of my ability. It's just prayer, fasting, and accountability for me. And I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. I think that's the real gag. I think we care too much about what other people right. have to say and what the other people think. I really don't give a shit. I own my emotions. I own my beliefs. And the only one I care about is this little one. And I, I care about what my son will think of me to a degree. It's like, of course, you know what I mean? Like, of course, I don't want to be a, a bad mom. I want to show up to the best of my ability as a great provider, as a as a great woman, as a great mother, you know? But at the same time, you know, listen, I'm a woman and I'm a young woman. I'm still growing. I had my child when I was 25. Right. I mean, in many ways, I was still a baby. We talk about being grown. I, I was very sheltered as a child. So like I was living in New York, living my best life. And, um, you know, parenthood is just, it's a very intense experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that society has 
given it to us yes. in a certain perspective that it's very unrealistic. I hate when mothers yeah. don't feel comfortable discussing like the reality Real, of motherhood. Yo, I like what's what? funny. What's so funny is that in therapy, I discuss the issues I have with being a mom mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I do. There are certain aspects about being a mom, especially because I I would I became a mother at eighteen. Mm -hmm. I got pregnant at 17. I had my son at 18. I'm 29. Mm -hmm. So my entire adult life, I've mom. Has been a mom. I've been a mom. Motherhood has been a part of my identity. But you exist in so many other ways. Right. And that and that's literally what I what I I came to terms mm -hmm. with. And I said, in order for me to be the mother I want to be, mom can't be the only hat that I wear. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that when I chose to wear different hats and not show up as Alex the parent all the time. Mm -hmm. It, People started talking about yeah, you. Th yeah, they, they, they mm -hmm. made it seem like I was a disconnected parent. And it's like, no. Mm -hmm. In order for me to be mom, I have to be an amazing businesswoman. Mm -hmm. I have to be a smart and savvy person. I have to show up. I still have to have outside passions and things because those make me feel fulfilled. The other part about parenting is that, like, and the part that they don't tell you in all the classes and, and all that shit is that I fucking have to. I have to. I don't get the option of not showing up for this person every day. I don't get the option to do that. Ooh, I don't get the job. option to not be there. I don't get the option to not feed you. I don't even eat every day if I, if I don't want to. Mm. You mean to tell me he has to eat every day mm. by choice? Like, I have to show up every day regardless. Rain, snow, sleet, hell, got it, don't got it, depressed, mad, Sickness, angry, hell, whatever. whatever. Yep. Broken bones, shattered ribs, broken heart. Yeah. I still have to be a mom. Yes. And sometimes when you... Share that responsibility with somebody who doesn't take it as serious as I do is disappointing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, it it's a lot more weight because I don't think that we're supposed to parent by ourselves. Mm. Because if we could, we wouldn't be able to make, if we could parent by ourselves, childbirth would be, it, I wouldn't, it'd be asexual. You would you'd be able to evolve like we yeah, talked about. Like we yeah, talked I about. would be able to evolve. Again, it might be possible, but that ain't what I it is I would be right able now. to have children without, <laughs> without a partner, right? <laughs> No, like, you're right. Organically have a child without a partner. If that was what it was designed, parenthood mm -hmm. and, and child rearage was supposed to look like, it's not. So the idea that you have that weight and responsibility and you were that vessel for this child and the dynamics are set up that you're now doing this responsibility alone or not alone, not from my experience. I, I have an amazing support system for the child. Likewise. And I truly say that like Braylon, excuse me, kiddo came through me, not of me. Mm -hmm. Meaning that I, it's my job to, to honor his experience and protect it mm -hmm. up until he decides he got it. And the fact that in spite of that parenting dynamic, I still have a village. Mm -hmm. It's God. It's nothing but I God. It's nothing I, but God. I gave him up. I told I, I, I did. I was like, all right, it's above me now. I'm the most unselfish mother. And it's been I above me since. I'm I mean, so he's such a little light beam. It's for my yes. son. It's a vessel of light. Like I see God on him. Every, Every day, I just be like, "Oh, he good." I see my grandmother's prayers on him. Like, I'm not concerned, and I I know they on me. So, I just feel you. Like, he's he's very well loved, and and I'm a damn good mom. It may not be toot your what fucking people, horn. Uh, your damn skippy. I will. That's Lauren. That's Lauren, baby. You see that baby? That's my face. That's my energy. Yes. I invest into him in every single way. And I ain't got to answer nobody about the questions. I'm going to show up to the show. I'm going to collect the check and the tips. And I'm going to go Period. buy him some new clothes. We're going to watch Beetlejuice or whatever. And it's nobody's business. Right. He has a great village. His father's a great father. Right. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm a great mom. You know, we didn't have to, you know, our situation doesn't have to be anything conventional. Right. And 
God forbid anything crazy goes down in that respect, I know I still got it. One thing Lauren gonna always have is my baby. Period. That's what I'm always have. I've always had my baby. I didn't give a damn what was going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Me and kiddo was gonna be all right. We gonna be good. We gonna be good. And it didn't. And the one thing I learned as a mom is that I had to really say that sometimes I'm not the best thing for my child right now. Mm. I can't get through to you sometimes. Mm. And we're especially now that we're heading up on like this whole teenagehood thing. Mm -hmm. He's experimenting with puberty. I ain't gonna talk about it because he's absolutely watching porn. He's okay, and he's watching porn of the melanin deficient kind from the Caucasus Mountains. No. no. Listen, no, it's, it's white it's, titties look weird, bro. They look weird, and then I'm seeing them on my big screen, and I'm like, bro, at least do this shit in your room, bro. Why are you on my TV? Why are you on my couch? I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready. No, that's that's no, that's when she passed him to uncle. She was like, Calvin, talk to your nephew. <laughs> you need to talk to him. <laughs> and I'm, I'm over here, you know, I'm over here, like you know, what I'm saying, like, like he Facetimed me like a couple weeks ago. I was like, you know, first I don't answer Facetimes or random numbers because, like, I'm like. <laughs> But I don't answer call, but I'm like, this is a FaceTime. I'm like, who? Mm-hmm. I'm going to see who this is. I, it, it's him. I'm like, and he didn't even mean to do it. I'm just like, oh, what's good, kiddo? I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I'm over here, like, asking about, you know, his little his little crush and everything. Like, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, she, like you, have you actually talked to her? Like, you know what I mean? Like, just kind of like, you know, so again, it's, it's a thing. And it's beautiful. I do not have a child child at this moment but i can tell the experiences of being the child mm. and kind of finding out like the family secrets and like mm-hmm. oh so that's why we you know what i mean and, and trying to understand because like i was raised by a single mother like my i've never met my biological father he died before i knew there was a biological father you feel what mm-hmm. i'm saying so it's like by the time i got i could piece together oh there's something missing mm. it, it was, he was already gone mm. and and, and I was, you know, my grandmother raised me a lot the first. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the grandma. You know what I'm saying? The first 10, 12. I thank God for my mom. You know what I'm saying? The first 10, mm-hmm. 12 years of my life, my grandmother was like my primary care. You know what I'm saying? Because like mom, mom had things she needed to do. She had things she, she needed to work through. You know what I'm saying? It's not my business to put my her business out there. But like mm-hmm. she had some, she had things she needed to work through. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't be there in the full time capacity. So you, so you grow up, you idolizing and you know putting on pedestals and then when you get older you start to realize like oh like and and I, one thing i wish i wish because again my mom's also like my mom is is a whole minister right and mm. mom she loves to, she loves to you know man i love deacon listen call, call my mom a whole deacon i'm like that's, not, that's not the proper term i love her uh, but like so she's but she's also she also got her undergrad degree from princeton her jd from cornell she has a PhD from talk. Her. You know what I'm saying? So she had a lot to on her shit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just, you know what I mean? She couldn't, she couldn't walk me through me understanding the, the, the real life complexities of like what we're going through, who we are in mm-hmm. like life. Right. I had to kind of learn a lot of that shit on my own mm-hmm. or like through the village. Because like, again, there's no, you know, I had a, you know, uh, someone I called my father, but he wasn't my biological father. We had cousins, you know. So I, a lot of shit I had to learn. I didn't get a chance to learn directly through her. Mm. Even shit about her. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Even and so, it was like, you know, you know. Obviously, my, my relationship, my, we're still great. Like that's you know, what I'm saying, I'm single, single parent, only child. Like it is what it is. Like yeah. you know what I mean. So, but it's also it's like sometimes you wish 
that we had addressed this head on instead mm-hmm. of kind of like whispering or talking around it, beating around mm-hmm. the bush. I don't even know if I had a real like birth and beef talk. I just think I remember mine. <laughs> you know, I think I think the only I think the only you know? I think the only talk that I had was like, "Don't come back here with no babies." That was the only. It, it was not. My dad was just like, "Birds and bees, huh. more like Dungeons and Dragons." That was it, <laughs> and it was over. I was like, "Well, I guess I ain't doing that." Never forget it. You know what I mean? But I didn't really. It was just like, "Don't come back here with no babies." You know what I mean? Just like that whole. That's a fair request. Or actually, actually, not even. <laughs> That's that, fair. It wasn't even that. It was just literally like, "Nigga, like, don't, don't, like, you know what I mean." And the crazy thing is, by the time she had that conversation, I was like, "Nah, I'm not. like, I'm in my head. I'm like, I've already, I've been fucking. Like, Bro, that listen. <laughs> the first time I had to have that conversation with my parents, I was already pregnant. I was wow. already there. I was already there. <laughs> hey, look, girl, I was already did. there. But our parents, they do the best they can. Just like we will do the best that we can. We're gonna learn as as I, much from their mistakes and do the best we can. And our children will look at us and say. Mm, you still could have did this better in my right. opinion, so I'm gonna do this. And it's gradually, you know, my mom has a perfect. She has a, my mom has a perfect analogy for the kind of grandmother she is, and it works. And I will say this: that watching my mom be a grandmother really like warm because she rides for her grandkids, mm-hmm. and the relationship that she has with my son is so precious to me. Mm-hmm. Like they're tight. That is his best friend. Whatever tight. my son. And my mama have together is something so special. And I love it. That's her dog. Mm-hmm. That, and that's not her first grandkid. That's just the one she's been able to be closest to. Mm-hmm. But that is her baby. She loves, loves me, loves her some kiddo. That's her baby. And that's a relationship that, like, if I know if anybody, if kiddo needs something, a mom, mm-hmm. and what he, and for whatever reason, I don't, I can't give it to him. He has a grandma and the bond that he has with her is just so it's spiritual. Yeah. They are tied. They are tied. Yeah. So that's how I know, like, also kiddos being raised in an environment better than I had. You know what I mean? Like my mom, the way it's set up with us, like it truly is a village because of how how young I had him. He spits time wherever he wants to mm-hmm. between me, his father, his grandma. He's yeah. going to go to school. He's going to eat. And he's he's where he wants to be at all times, surrounded by somebody. Such a blessing. W- with people who have learned that I can't be a mom and be in my feelings. Mm. I can't be a mom and be in my ego, too. Mm-hmm. I have to do what's best for you in spite of me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's looking myself in the mirror and going, whatever message you're trying to get across from him, he's not feeling it from you. Mm-hmm. So talk to, reach out. Yeah. Pull from your village. That's from what they the, That's what the village for. So I love hearing that kiddo FaceTimed you. I love the fact that kiddo FaceTimed you and I didn't know about it because he trusts you. He trusts you. Even if it's accident, he was like, I was like, well, we here now, bro. What's up, bro? What's up? Yeah, <laughs> I was, like, what's I was up? like, I'm, I'm, we here now. I know up, that. Y'all? I know for a fact that the people that I've given access to my son to Absolutely. will die for him. Absolutely. And if you're and not about that life, I am. Bro, I don't play with y'all can. Y'all could call me Mixie McGee all you want to. Nobody has ever met my kid. As a matter of fact, on Sunday, somebody said, I met your son for the first time and I didn't even know you had a kid. Now, that's because you're not paying attention because first of all, all, (laughs) you're not paying attention. But second of all, I like the fact that you've known me for damn near half this boy's life. You don't see my baby. You don't see my baby. It's none of your business. It's none of your business. But also energetically, like, I'll post a picture on Instagram. I delete it immediately because it's too many. I don't like 
It's too much energy. Also, niggas be weird, bro. People weird. Be weird. That's it. And I will go to jail a right. very long like, time. I don't play about mine. Right. I'm not playing with you. Mention my child. We got smoke for the rest of my life, yo. And I mean that. Facts. I mean that. Listen. I mean that for whoever listen. You mentioned my child. There is a few episodes about me. It's a couple people that I smoke with. There's a woman. Listen, let me tell y'all something. There is a woman. Then I'm going to tell listen, with my sister sitting across from me, okay? There is a woman who absolutely knows that every time I enter a room, she needs to check for exits because she had my child's name in her mouth. And my friend, my friend circle know who she is. And they just, they literally throw their hands up. Because when I see you and it's not in somebody's function or sitting in somebody's face, when I see you, Mm -hmm. it's a problem. And like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's like, generally people call me, it's like, hey bro, Alex tripping. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know what I mean? Because again, like, it's it's there's there's certain people that you're that you're tied to publicly. Yeah. It's like, hey, you, you know what I mean? Like, someone call, it's like, hey, I'm like, what's going on? I'm, I'm seeing the time. I'm seeing, I'm seeing just the back and forth. And then I hit her. I'm like, yo, what's good? Like, what's up? Like, why are we, like who, who, why are we fighting? And she was, and all all she said is she, like she had my she had my kid's name in her mouth. And I was like, you know what? Say less. I always want to be loving light. That is always like that's my goal. I work for that. There's certain boundaries that we can't cross. My my child, you ain't no state you can flee to, yo. I'm at your ass. I'm saying I'm at your ass when I see you, ma. Believe that. (laughs) I love it. So that's my baby. You know, that's my baby. I'm a Pisces. You know, so I'm all love it. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna beat your ass, sis. But I'm gonna cry afterwards. Like I ain't wanna do that to you. But you mentioned my baby. What's funny is that Kiddo's godmother is a Pisces. We love her, and she is such the. She is literally the softest place on earth. We are little. She really is like she little. Yes, and she's literally the person who will dig in my ass. But like she's still the softest place. That's what I'm saying. Like if you get me to a point where I want to fight, you're the problem. Please know that. Please know that because I don't. I don't know. But I'm out here trying to meditate and sage. I'm trying to go (laughs) hike and and meet the ancestor somewhere. If you got me to the point where I'm like, sis. When I see you, it's on site. I don't. I'm, I don't have that with nobody. But literally, one person, maybe two. One person, and one that's of, yours. One of the possible, like a bad space hand. And after I pop her in the mouth, I'll be good. But like, you, you know what's crazy? I, that's how I feel. And it's not even on no Alex be the bigger person shit. There's certain things I'm never going to be bigger than. I'm that's never it. going to be bigger than making sure a motherfucker who put my son's name in their mouth, Period. they'll never do it again. And you knew what you was doing when you said it. And you, people you be knowing what the fuck they doing, and they that's do. the problem I had. And I'm all right with that. What's crazy? I know what I'm doing when I, I see I was you. also told, like, sure. and that's the part about, like, oh, Alex, you should let it go. Alex, you should let it go. Or Alex, you should be the bigger person, bro. No, I'm not going to be the bigger person because typically when you tell somebody to be the bigger person, you're not checking the actual the problem. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you're not checking, checking the, the problem. problem. You're telling me that I'm bigger than this person and I'm not. I'm not. And nobody knows better than you. I'm Nobody can People know what talk the fuck to they me and convince me of some silly shit. I don't care what you think the problem is. I know what the problem is. You can think it's that, think it's that. I've made it very clear to you. It ain't nobody else's business. I made it very clear to you, sis. You mentioned my child when I see you, it's on site. Don't come back. Stay where you at. What's crazy, back and what's crazy is I have seen this girl and every time I see her, it's just really, really not the right time. And I recognize that because I, I got sense. Like, I do have sense. And I do understand that, like... Contrary to popular belief. Contrary to popular belief, I do got some sense. So, like, I'm not going to... Because this ass whipping is spiritual. And I don't want it to be <laughs> interrupted. Yeah, I don't, want it, I don't want an audience. I don't... Listen, I can, I can catch you in Kroger's. You know what I'm saying? But of course I see you at the function. Every time I bump into you, it's of course at a function. So I'm like, when I actually do like go anywhere, like I, I see you at the function. And it's like But but maybe this ass would but be maybe, spiritual. But maybe, and this is the last part of it, maybe sometimes you can have, you know how like you have a part one and a part two? 
Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a, you know, just, you know, hit her with a bottle real quick. And that's part one. <laughs> just throw it across the room. To, you oh. know, a little, little drink of Chris Brown. You know. <laughs> bottle wars. You know, but, but, but then you always know that, like, look, I just, you just, you just need some people to feel uncomfortable because, like, you, know, you don't, you don't deserve because, because you've acted out in such a way. You don't deserve to feel comfortable around me. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, like, I may not, I may not hit you. Oh, yeah, I know. But, but I need you to feel like at any moment this nigga's going to hit me. I actually kind of like the fact that every time. I'm going to always be winning. Every time I walk into a room. Success is the best revenge. Shorty gets scared. Like, I, every, I know for a fact that every time you walk into a room and I'm in there, like, you get a little nervous. She also looks like a beaver, but that's not here. she there. should. Every she time I walk into a room, you should be very uncomfortable. But I'm all this. about duality. So, like, my thing is, like, especially right now in this stage of my life, just recognizing all of my emotions and accepting them. Like, I'm not going to judge myself for wanting to pop this bitch in the face. And if I see her, that's what's going to happen. But I'm also not going to judge myself for wanting to be bigger than that either. Like, a large part of me just wants to heal from that and release it. So I pray often and I fast. And most times it's not on my mind. But if it pop on my mind, child, I'm trying to have a flight. <laughs> Let me go. No. Listen, listen, listen. Amazon listen. Prime to ass whooping. You feel listen. Me? But it's loving. It, it really is loving. Like, not for, for that home but I or anybody that, else, honestly, but for myself. But I think that, honestly, even when you don't, and I say this with love, you ain't got shit to prove. You are genuinely who you are and you radiate love and you radiate really light do. and you radiate abundance. So when you have to step, you yeah. gotta. If bro, you see me step off off my when you, sometimes for a reason. You sometimes you have me, to. Yo. Sometimes you can't tippy toe. Sometimes you have to step, Absolutely. bro. You have to. And I really only do it about my baby. Like I really don't. That you say something about my baby. You can honestly. I've been talked to. Like I've been talked about because you ain't crazy enough to do it to my face. I've absolutely been dogged before. Absolutely yeah, been talked like, about. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. I was talked to about hoes that can't touch me, can't beat me, can't outrun me. You can't be. bring an innocent party into you, this. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I guarantee whatever issue you have with me has nothing to do with my child. Yeah. Nothing. But people like that, I truly believe, are very miserable people. No matter what that facade she is, they miserable. put up. You're she, a miserable bitch, bro. She, she really. She, she 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 got that bad. She got bad energy and bad juju, and it's yeah, just like, fam, like at, 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 at this point, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna figure out who to love her. Like life you in your is. own hell, ma'am, like ma'am. I heard already, that. Shut up. You're suffering already. <laughs> um, but going off of that, because I have more questions. Because, all right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like love and light. Love and light. You know what I'm saying? Love, <laughs> and duality and all that. And I just I just like cleanse my home with some frankincense. I absolutely saged my house so good. Girl, look like a small forest Hunty, fighter. I feel, I feel great. Sorry, I like y'all. these days. That was really light. distasteful. But my house is really like. <laughs> like half of California is still on fire. <laughs> that was so distasteful. Well, we have I, listeners I, I lost California. it for a minute. It, it went over my head for a second. Uh, I, have a, I have a couple questions. One. Ask away. Because I know I listened to Voodoo off of your first joint. Yes. And then I then when you re, kind of re-released it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get the little reason behind why you chose to re-release that song. So, uh, or re-release, re-promote. I don't know what the proper terminology is, but you know, re-release, if you yeah. will. You re-rocked it. I re-recorded the whole thing and re-produced it and re-released it. Um, it'll be on the upcoming album as well. Um, so, as an independent artist, everything comes out of pocket, right? And when I did my first EP, Life Death Life, I was eager to put that song on the project because I wanted to have something dedicated to black women. Yes. It is supposed, voodoo is an ode and anthem to and for black women. Actually, one of my favorite songs to release. I just wanted black women to wake up, put it on their playlist when they're getting ready for work and be like, oh, this is it. It's an ode to the black women I know now and I love now. It's an ode to those who've come before me, um, who've helped mold me. And when I 
produced it initially, you know, the budget was tight. I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to baby. Listen, the one thing, we, we didn't have a lot of, uh, of requirements for you. <laughs> but the one thing we had was, like, you got to keep it 100 with us. So yeah. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to keep it a buck 50. The budget was tight. And I was in a certain place in my career. I was working with certain creatives. And what was produced of it was what could be produced of it. And I honor that. I love that. Don't get me wrong. Some people, some people prefer that version. Great. But that wasn't my creative vision for it. I wanted it to feel and sound like a tribal ode to black women. So I was like, all right, we're going to put it on the next album. And I'm going to produce it the way I want to. I went down Period. to Queen Sound. I collaborated with uh, Mia Carruthers, who's a, a local Shout female producer. out to her. She's amazing. Um, we were able to get a few dope people on there as musicians. This uh, drum mapper by the name of Wolf, he did Beyonce's uh, Blue drum yes. programming. Like we, we went all out for it. And I told him, like, for some of these songs, I want to make my own choir. I want to, like, literally stack my vocals so thick. I want to stack. I want them to, I want Pro Tools to be like, we need that Lauren Lee stack. Yes. I stacked my vocals like 35 times. Oh, wow. I yes. was like in different corners of the room. I just really wanted to bring together like this. I wanted the energy to hit. So And it did. I re-released it for that reason. And, you know, God willing, it's going to be in Black Panther 2. That's what I, that's my yes. intention for it. Listen, <laughs> listen, manifest it. We will put that, listen, it, it we is can put be that on the prayer list. crazy. It is going to be on there. And so now we talked about the new album. And so let's. Let's talk about the new album. Let's talk about you know it. I'm ready to talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay, so like. I'm blushing like it's my bae. <laughs> it is, because that is. That's but, a labor of love. It's a labor is. of love. Keep in mind you're an artist. And you're and sensitive I have about, shit. about my shit. Okay. okay. So for the new album, and I know that like artists get in their bag, like that, like this crazy creative energy when it's album mode time, right? Mm -hmm. What is that for you? What is that experience when it's time for you to write and be creative? Like, what what do you do to prepare for that? So this was different. This was different than anything I have ever done because, so, like, in, in comparison, my first project, Life, Death, Life, all those songs were in reflection. Mm -hmm. I went through everything I went through, and I sat and reflected on it in writing those songs. Whereas this project, which is called this is personal. Okay. The title is out. Title is out. <laughs> this is personal. It's because it's very personal. It's almost like uncomfortably personal. Like I'm I'm low-key anxious just sitting here about to talk to y'all about mm. it. Because I had to, I wrote each of these songs, you know, with the exception of Voodoo. I remixed Voodoo while it was happening. I didn't rewrite it. Um, but I digress. I, each of these songs, they were written as I was going through the thing. Mm. Like I was literally, I, when I recorded Peaks and Valleys, I was in tears. Like, in tears like the first i want to i'm one shot shoddy in the studio for sure but you know we did other takes of that just to get some different takes but it was the first take because i was crying after that i was going through such an intense time the album process was literally like it was therapy i think i just started going to therapy i was seeing sides of myself that i'd never seen you know what i mean mm -hmm. i was my my family was in the midst of both my extended and my personal family as far as my child and, and my child's father. Like we were in the middle of some serious shit. I was going through some personal shit, just like who am I? And we were talking about this earlier mm -hmm. as far as like people wanting to have access to me. There were deals being passed across that I didn't quite understand, didn't know. I, I was just in a lot of transitional and yeah. transformational like struggle. 
Yeah. And so that album creation process for me for this project was very much it was it's just so raw and honest. Everything you hear on this project is very we much are like so when I tell you Here I am trying to write myself out the valley. I was writing myself out the valley. Shit. We are, you know what? Been there. Been there. Sis. Might be there again. I'm still gonna make it out again. <laughs> I'm kinda here. Like that's the yeah. Yeah. It's real. The valleys don't I am so stop. incredibly like just Okay, so like I'm gonna have another fangirl moment because it's my podcast, why not? But um I <laughs> this is embarrassing <laughs> as fuck. But I, I just, just I'm a true fan of giving people their flowers in an organic way. And like I if I leave this place and heaven forbid this is the last time we see each other, I don't ever want you to know how much I didn't love you. Oh, I would see that. And I've been such a fan. Because especially in the moment of time where my life is in right now, dog, like your music has been resonating with me yes, over and over again and over and over again. And it's you and like Solange mm. and SZA projects mm. and a lot of just like things that have just honestly, I'm digging myself out. Yeah. yeah. And music has been that. There's some times where I've sat in my apartment and I didn't want shit on. I don't want anything on. I don't want it, no distractions and like, but music. Yeah. And I've always been able to play your shit and find a home and identify with some things. I receive it. And like, it's centricity. Like, it just sits. And you, like, you touch my soul. You touch my heart. And to be able to say that, like, not only am I just a fan of your music, I'm a fan of the woman you are. And just sitting here and being able to do this is, like, a dream come true for me. So, like, on a very long career I plan on having as we continue to grow this podcast you are a stepping stone for me and I received that I am so like, I'm, I'm just all air I'm right so now. full like this is so fulfilling for me and Calvin knows I was just like bro we did what we landed who I was like wait bro. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm grateful to be here so, I'm gonna tell you I'm grateful to hear you. that I, I, I received those flowers because I I think that for all of us just, not just as an artist but as individuals when you're in your own valley and you're seeing parts of yourself that you've never seen and you feel like, especially me as being generally a person who I'm very sure of myself generally. Mm -hmm. I know who I am, mm -hmm. you know? And when when you lose sight of who you are, yes, it is a very scary thing. It's a scary thing. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was terrified, tormented even. Like, what the fuck is becoming of me? When when your attachments to people, when you, when you love these niggas, more than you love yourself. It hurts. It hurts you. Oh, Susan, don't make, don't make me cry. I'm just being honest. You do things that are so out of alignment with yourself. And you talked earlier about being upset with yourself. I was angry with myself. I was angry with everybody else first. And then I, there was a time where I hated myself for allowing, for allowing somebody's crusty draws ass <laughs> nigga. What? Girl, to 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 bring me to those kind of depths, like that was never I would never belong there. But when I that's the affirmation, you know, like when I realized I never belonged there in the first place. Right, and, and you you were never worthy of me in any way. Any of y'all niggas. What's funny is that there was a quote, and shout out to Core, shout out to Corgasm. But like, I love it. She <laughs> said, she said, looking back, and I I use this as a quote, but like as an IG caption, but like. Looking back, there's no way I could have been loving you and myself at the same time. That's it. And when I look back That's on some it. of the relationships, some of the pain, mm. some of the things that I allow, mm -hmm. I allowed, I got angry. That's what I'm most mad at. Yeah. I'm not mad at y'all. I'm mad, mad at, at me. me. I am pissed with myself That's because sick. I look at myself and and lately, 
it's one thing to look in the mirror and be like, you know what, you're attractive. Like, you're a beautiful girl. Mm -hmm. Like, you can look at it and see, I am pretty. Okay, I'm right. pretty. I'm put together. I, I keep myself together. But it's another thing to feel that shit. Yeah. And I never... Feel it. I, I, for the first time in my life, I feel that internally. Yeah. Like, I am actually kind of cute. Like, like I'm okay. a beautiful being. Like, I am a beautiful being. To remember, like, oh. And then not just remember it, but then see how I've grown. Yes. And become even more of a force. I'm not harboring any bitterness for what has transpired. Right. I've released it. I've forgiven. I'm not even mad at you. I'm not mad. I'm not even mad I'm, at you. And I'm not mad at myself no more at this point in my life. Right. I I am good. I'm a little butterfly. I am light. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. It's it's a beautiful process. And so, segueing back, that's, that's, this album is literally a journey of that. It's a journey of like my most illuminated parts and my darkest shadows. And how I had to accept that full spectrum to be who and where I am yeah. in the present moment and love myself fully. And I want people, as always, I want people to look at my music like a mirror. Like, maybe you didn't have to go through it. And God bless you. God, favor ain't fair, I guess. I'm glad you didn't have to go through it. But if you had to endure any of that, I want right. you to be able to see that and recognize you don't have to stay stuck in that valley, yo. It is a process. It's a, a test, if you will. And you could come out like gold, bro. You just gotta you gotta walk your peaks and valleys. That's it. That's it. It was like for the first time I actually feel like I'm not just gonna survive a situation. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to grow through it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be okay. Like I'm actually going to be whole again. Absolutely. And that's been a feeling that I've wanted for myself for a very long time. And I just really thank you. Cause with like honestly, like you have helped me through that. I'm so grateful. Your art has I'm helped. grateful. That's what I want to do. Your art has totally helped yeah. me through that. Thanks, Lord. It's, Lord for, it's the Lord for me. Oh, it's the Lord. Absolutely. It's the Jesus for me. <laughs> it's the goddess for me, okay? Calvin, you want to end this on a positive note? Um, we crying. <laughs> we're crying as fuck. <laughs> um, I have a couple more things, right? So one thing that I think to kind of, I guess, lighten. Mm -hmm. Um, I need I need something from you. And actually, before, before we do, we got some more. We we know the title. Do we know when it's coming out? Do we know when, when the album's coming out? Because like me, because me and you've had these conversations for a while. <laughs> Don't rush her. I will say this: I am having a album release show at Music Hall on November thirteenth. I'll be there. I just announced it. You can get tickets on my website or go to my Instagram. Um, it might drop that day. <laughs> You know, they're, they're, you know, I'll just say this, humbly speaking, your girl is making some moves. Okay. So there are some things that I need to sign off on before I can, like, really dedicate to that date. Mm -hmm. But it will be dropping in November. Okay. I'm excited. That I will say. November 13th, Music Hall. You were catching with Lauren Elise. An evening with Lauren Elise. And so. And uh, so you, so you will be. So that, that is, that is the release show. That's, that's kind of the first that time the you'll be, show. that's the first be time you're performing. Every song on the album might do a little coverage that inspires some stuff every song on the album socially distant affair um tickets are sold in pairs you get a free drink with your ticket and then there's a bar it is going to be an experience and i mean i'm headlining it at music hall like period an independent artist black and female at that like I, humbly speaking like it's a big that's deal. huge in the middle of a pandemic that's huge <laughs> it's, it's huge. a huge deal and i'm so grateful i give all of the great gratefulness and, and thanks and love to my ancestors for always looking out i know that my grandma out here like you better right. i said i will sis it, it means a lot to me and I, but I, it means more to me because 
you know, I'm grateful that you have shared this experience. I'm grateful for every, so many women, especially black women, like share that with me. And that means a lot to me because I think that we as a collective are healing a huge, um, for lack of better words, uh, trauma wound as a, as a, as a collective group mm-hmm. of black women. I think we are, we're healing something very deep and I'm just grateful to be able to play a part of that with my art. You know, you mentioned people, some, you mentioned some heavy hitters and I'm grateful to be in that number for you. Like, but like Salon is that for me? Like I, Cranes in the sky. Cranes in the up. sky. Oh, Lord, Do you know how many <laughs> times I have played Cranes in the Sky in this week, in the past two it weeks alone? It is something else. Cranes in the Sky is a song that reminds me that with healing, there are no distractions. Mm-hmm. You really just have to go through it. You have to allow yourself to feel be it wrong. all. Feel it all. In the moment that, like, you have to feel it. it and it has to hurt. And But on the other side of that hurt is you'll have a scar, but yeah. you'll also have a story. Yeah. And you'll also have fresh skin mm-hmm. and you'll have it, you'll have it, but you can't smoke it away, fuck it away, drink it away, None exhaust that. it away, work it away. You have to do the work in order to be better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do the work. Every, do the work. <laughs> every scar does have a story. Um, and so the last question I want to ask you is a, is a little lighthearted. Okay. Um, and every, every, every guest who come on the show, you know what I'm saying? Kind of gives us something like that. I just need a crazy story that you're allowed to tell. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I, like I, I just need like, like something, something that's out of the, <laughs> the ordinary that you're allowed to tell. Again, if you get jammed up, don't I mention don't, our name. I ain't do it, but I just, you know, what I'm saying, just a little, <laughs> just a little, some little tidbit that that ain't no other interview that you gonna do during this rollout. But, Ain't gonna, they, they ain't gonna get this story that I can talk about. Can Y'all know good girls don't tell. <laughs> we <laughs> said what story you had to tell. We said a story. Listen, that that is up to you, and you can leave names out. We prefer you leave names out because I ain't personally, I leave names out of all my stories. So just that's 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 one thing as that I I, I I will own this one. That's one thing I kind of want because I think. You've had you. This has been like almost like a therapy session between mm-hmm. for for y'all and like I because my experiences ha- are different. I think that this hits harder for you guys, yeah. Because just 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 the intersectionality of black men and black women don't go through the same shit, and right. it's true. It is what it is. So that I that experience for me is so just organic. Yeah, and so I do think that this has been, I think for everyone listening, especially all of our women listeners, yeah. Hope I hope and that they take something yeah. from this that they can use and apply. And you know, what well, they hope did that, so hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that. You feel me? It's not you know what I mean? But to end, I just need a I just need a little a little a little something. Feel <laughs> the tea, sis. A little, little spice. That's all. A little spice. Oh damn. And I'll put you on the spot. I'm oh, sorry. you did. And I, I'm I'm like, I'm going to finesse it. I don't even give all the details. If I get too many details, the homie's going to be like, <laughs> I'm dead. Sweet. No, that's, that's, that's sometimes like, we've both gotten cussed out in, over this podcast. I remember there points. was a month that me and Calvin got cussed out every Friday at 11 a.m. on the nose. On the nose. Like, really, nigga? I was like, what? what like, you really are a raggedy bitch, huh? Like, <laughs> Jesus like really, I'm like, and then you, you know, you got like, what I do? What did I, I say? What you talking about? Oh no, I had a, a whole romantic interest stop talking to me because they didn't want to be abused. Oh wow, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, hey, that's the life we live. Like, it gets deep. You know, leave or become content. <laughs> leave or become content. That's really what it is. But I keep interrupting. So you. I'm par- sorry. Paraphrasing it, 
you know, I lived a very colorful life before my son. I still live a colorful life, but it was a very colorful life before my son. And I used to live in a beautiful city called New York City. And um, it was like my first night. I was like one of my first few nights out on the city. Like, and when you first go out living there, yes. you don't come back until the sunrise. Because it's like, it's like kid in the candy store. I visited. Oh, I visit New York often, and that is the case. I got home. I was like, is that the I was really out all night. So there's one night, the homies and I went out. Like, you know, we can have a, good, a calm night. We can have dinner. Have a, a calm night. First lie we always tell ourselves. You can't hang out with everybody that say that. <laughs> you, you ever seen the hangover? Yes. Yes. You know that part on the roof where your boy <laughs> slips <laughs> something all they drinks? No. Aww. I just say that, you know, I ingested some things I did not know. But you didn't plan, you didn't plan on ingesting. And, um. When I woke up that next morning, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get into what happened. I woke up with some things in my purse and some people next to me that should not have been there. And I vowed that day. I said, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm ordering my own drinks. Yes. It's gonna stay on my personhood because this shouldn't have happened. My account was in the negative. I'm in the middle of New York with no money. I was like, Ma, please, Lord, it was it was an accident. <laughs> I mean, somehow, I, between the, the three of us, we ran up a bill of like over $2,000. Yikes. That's it, crazy. It, 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 ex- excuse me? That's cr- that's actually crazy. Like, it was three of y'all? No, okay, well, eventually it was more. But was, as far I, as who was spending I, money. I was, I, was, I was trying to, listen, two, honestly, but listen, I will three. say this, though. Black women who have good jobs when they go out, they spend money like drug dealers. Honey, no, no, no. I, I wasn't. Sure I did not have a good job at that point. I just moved to New York. <laughs> I was towning. <laughs> I was scared when I woke up, Bucko. Homie was like, we had a good time, though, didn't we? Bro, like, relax. Like, that's like, <laughs> like, I guess. But you know Don't what? Miss Lauren Elise. Listen, that stays with you, me, <laughs> and the women us. listeners. That stays with <laughs> us. But I, I'm going to close this out. That's all right. I want to thank you personally again for taking the time out to talk to us as a fan and and just as a just as an entity. Thank you. Thank like you. just thank you so much. Thank y'all for having me. For our positive note, real quick, guys, be true to yourself mm-hmm. and honor that. And in each and everything that you do, each and everything that you do, Lauren Elise, what's your socials, boo? At Lauren Elise across everything. That's E Y L I S E. Because sometimes niggas be misspelling. They do. They do. We are also going to put a link in the bio to her show. Make sure you guys cop tickets. Yes, please. Absolutely. It is your girl, Ali Nicole. It's your boy, C. Diddy. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. Yo, I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing good defense.